You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are back with us, joining us for a brand new episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. Wherever you are listening to us from, we just want to say thank you for, you know, tuning into our podcast. Thank you for being a subscriber if you're subscribed. Thank you for all of your reviews and ratings. If you have not done so already, uh, we ask that you just leave us that review, leave us that rating. It definitely helps put our show in front of more people but we just want to say that we are so thankful and excited that you are tuned in today so eddie how are you feeling today today is we started off the great uh the day great on my end you know i started off first thing i did this morning got a little work stuff done went and got a haircut so then i went from feeling like chewbacca to feeling like la ultima coca-cola del, del cielo if you want to say it that way right uh, so you know it's a really good confidence booster you know where you may feel like oh a little sluggish it's early morning all this other stuff but then once you get out of that barber shop especially if your barber did a great job it's one of those things where you're like ah oh, okay good we're gonna have a good day today so yeah i'm kind of feeling myself i definitely agree i think that uh Getting a haircut is always a confidence booster, and I think it definitely just makes your day. So, you know, I remember I think a few podcasts ago we kind of spoke about, um, you know, thinking just because we say, oh, I'm doing great or I'm doing good, that everything is going great in our lives. But, you know, these are one of those practical things that you can do to just make your – you know make yourself feel better make your day you know better um so definitely we encourage our listeners find those things that you know brighten your day and brighten your mood you know i'm definitely happy to be here another week another uh episode another guest that we have today that we're super excited to uh talk to and introduce to you know some of our listeners or uh you know just give them the opportunity to hear more of her story. So I'm super excited to get into this conversation. Yeah, you know, like Miguel is saying, we have a special guest that's joining us today, and we know that not only we will be blessed by the conversation, but you, our listeners, will be also. So we're asking you to please welcome to the God Life Culture Podcast, Mimi. Mimi, please say hello to our listeners. Hi, hello, 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 hello. (laughs) Good morning to all. (laughs) You know, one of the things that we always like to start off our podcast, um, especially when it's the first time that we have our guests, is asking them the question um, of who are they? Like who, if somebody was to ask you, who's Mimi? You know, what is your response to that? So we pose that question to you. Who is Mimi? Oh, gosh. You see, um, I feel like Mimi has evolved. (laughs) (laughs) If you would have asked me uh, a few years ago who's Mimi, um, I'd probably say, oh, my gosh, it's this, like, loud, uh, super uh, extra uh, friendly girl, you know, (laughs) Um, which, you know, I will say I'm still very much like that, but there's been some maturity for sure, so... Um, I'm almost 31 years old, so there's been a lot of uh, growth, that's for sure. But now, if anybody were to ask me who's Mimi, um, I would say Mimi it is a um, a wife, a uh, a friend, um, and a, a loyal servant. Really, awesome. 
uh, in just a few words, because honestly, I can I can go on. <laughs> you know, we I, we started off the conversation, Miguel and I. Uh, I was speaking about my haircut, about how it's a good confidence booster uh, for anyone, really, um, especially on days where maybe you were like tired or you just felt like you had a cloud uh, hovering over you. You know, what are the things that you do as a good confidence booster or to get yourself, you know, to lift up your spirits on like a random day? So, um, well, there's a lot of things that, um, that I like to do (laughs) that really do like boost up my confidence or, or just, you know, uh, believe it or not, actually, well, actually this may not sound so surprising because I'm a girl, maybe, maybe it'll be surprising. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, for me, uh, now I find it very, um, confidence booster whenever I have uh what is it called whenever I'm cleaning honestly it's just (laughs) it's just I don't know I don't know what the feeling I get is just it it just makes me feel really good like really good about my day about just um what I have planned for that day if I know that everything is like in order I'm, I'm I like to have things organized and I like to know where my the things that I own where they're at. And so I, I have two kids and my husband, they tend to move things around for me. So <laughs> whenever I know where things are not, where I place them, I, I, I tend to kind of get a little bit like, oh my gosh, you know, a little crazy because I need to know where everything is at. But knowing that I have, you know, the house is clean or just really just that's that, uh, good smell in the house that just makes me feel really good like it, it may not be your typical confidence booster of like oh you know my hair is done you know type of thing um although that's just kind of like my regular i i, I just always have to you know have my hair done uh if i'm going out uh, or even stepping out <laughs> some sort of hair done but i think for me now there's different things that the, that do boost up my confidence but I would have to say cleaning for sure. Yeah. That, that's one of those. And I like that because I, I definitely can, you know, uh, relate to when everything is clean and organized. I think it does make a lot of things just way better. You know what I mean? It makes things flow oh God, smoother. Yeah. I feel like you can yeah. even think better. You know what I mean? When things oh, are just yeah. super organized. Now, we always like to ask our guests um, about their upbringing. You know, some of us uh, have grown up in the church. Others of us have grown up, um, you know, not really involved in the church. And then we kind of found and encountered Jesus, you know, years um, in. I know you are a recording artist. You have music out and you're a worshiper and all of these things. So I want to ask you a little bit about your upbringing. What was your upbringing like? And did you always have a passion for music? Yeah, um, Thank you for that for that question. Uh, so my upbringing uh, was in the church. I, I did grow up in the church. Um, I am born and uh, raised in uh, Southern California. Um, and growing up, I uh, from a very young age, I remember going to church with my parents. Uh, and I grew up in a non-denominational church. Um, so there was a lot of things that as, as, a as a, uh, as a teenager that I did not, uh, I guess I did not experience until I was older, um, more, more as an adult, right. uh, which I think personally now, uh, being the age that I am and 
having, you know, the relationship that I have with God now, I've been open to a lot of things that I think, in my opinion, um, in the way that I was brought up in church, I missed out on a lot of things. And I don't know if that was just because of um, what we were being taught or simply it was just because I would always talk. Right. <laughs> and that was the that was that was me uh, when I was younger. Um, I would get distracted very easily and um, I would not pay attention. So, uh, like I said, growing up, I did grow up in in the church. Um, it was a non-denominational church, but at a very young age, um, my very first time singing at church, it was a Christmas special. Um, I was six years old and I sang a Christmas song, a Christmas solo by myself. And um, that was just kind of like the, the, the kickoff of, okay, this is something that not only do I like the feeling, not only do, do, do I like singing and, and, I, and I, um, I like how it made me feel, but I knew from that moment that I was six years old that this wasn't just going to be like, oh, you know, it's just a little, little hobby. Or um, every now and then if they ask me, I'll do it. Sure, why not? Because I wasn't shy. Um, that was a thing about me growing up as a young kid. Um, I was that that kid that was never um, shy to do things, to try new things. Um, so that's kind of what my um, what my uh, realization was at that age, at six years old. I was like, okay, this isn't just going to be uh, uh, every now and then type of thing. So I, I did join the worship team at 13 years old, and I was in the worship team for a very long time. I mean, till today, wow. <laughs> you know, wow. and, uh, I, I was really young. I was the youngest from my church at the time that was a part of the worship team. And you know, when you're 13 years old, they, they, and you're at a church, they typically kind of want to place you where you, you know, with your age, yeah, the yeah. age you know, with like with the youth, for example. Um, but I was very blessed to actually, uh, be in the main the main band with the church uh like on sundays uh because at again like i said because i was very um what do you call it um and 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 it, let's take it back a little bit because i feel like i feel like nowadays this uh, nowadays when um when you talk about having a young um a young person in the worship team you know a lot of them are not really used to you know how we older people were brought up like i'm telling you we had some strict <laughs> some strict leaders we had some like very disciplined like uh you know worship pastors that i feel like now if you try to implement these things man like these kids can cry yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, like like I they're like you. oh my gosh like like you know don't talk to me like that because you know my feelings are hurt or whatever which honestly that's another conversation but <laughs> You know, but it's just like, man, like the way that we brought up, that we grew up uh, with these leaders. And again, I was 13 years old. I learned from a very young age. All right, you're going to shut up. <laughs> you're not going to talk. You're going to pay attention. If you want to be a part of this worship team, you have to be here on time. You got to be here early. And if you're not, you're just not going to participate that Sunday. So um, from a very young age, I did learn to have that discipline. And I think that's what uh, set me apart from being a part of the youth department, although I was, but, uh, being a part with the main band, cause I was, this was, this wasn't a, um, uh, I like the idea of being in the worship team. This was a, no, I know I need to be a part of this worship team because this is where God wants me from a very young age. Um, 
So to answer the question, uh, uh, the first question that you had, you, you guys had asked me, you know, um, how were you brought up? Like, were you brought up? How did you grow up? I did grow up in the church, non-denominational church, in the worship team from a very young age. Um, and, you know, of course, when I was in high school, I, I, I did leave the worship team for uh, quite some years. At 16, I was like, okay, you know what? Um, let me just figure out what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Yeah, because you're in high school, you know, you're like, there's other things that are, you know, calling you and you're just like, all right, let's just for the sake of, you know, I guess not feeling like a hypocrite. Let me just leave, leave the worship team and try to figure out who I am. And I do want to say that when I was in high school, that was my my time of rebellion uh, where I was trying to figure out who I was and what my calling was. Um, I never did leave the church though. That was, that was, that was something that I was very always afraid of. I was (laughs) like, no, I'm not leaving the church. I'm not leaving God, but I just don't want to, I don't want to be a part of anything. I just want to do my own thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I love something you said earlier because you, you talked about, um, you know, kind of like comparing your time period growing up in, in church and what things, how things were like then to now and how it, it does seem like, you know, things are a little bit more loose and flexible and maybe not as strict or rigid, um, you know, and you brought up the idea of discipline, how, you know, you develop this discipline um, within you because of the way things were. And I think, you know, that's a great perspective to have because oftentimes, you know, when looking back at our past, when looking back at, you know, our upbringing in the church and different things like that, whether it's in ministry and all of those things, we can easily uh, focus on the negative and we can easily tend to just, you know, um, highlight or specify the way, you know, the church or ministry or our upbringing, you know, affected us negatively, you know, and we really do have the choice to take all of those experiences and, you know, turn it around for the better and really sit and say, well, what did, you know, that teach me? What did that time when I was Mm -hmm. in the worship team teach me? How did that mold me? Um, And I love how you said it just created that discipline in you, you know, and now uh, being in leadership position and maybe, um, you know, and doing what you do now, you are able to, uh, you know, definitely inspire, you know, those younger worship leaders and, you know, worship team members to develop that discipline, you know? So I applaud you for taking that um, attitude and perspective, you know, on the situation. Um, And this year you actually uh, released, and it's your latest single was back in May, you released Better Than My Own. And, yes. um, you know, I, I looking at your social media and your Instagram, it seems like this song really means a lot to you, you know, and I would like for you to just speak a little bit on what the song means to you and what you hope listeners um, feel or get after listening to the song. Yes, absolutely. So um, Better Than My Own, it was a song that um, me and my friend, uh, Crystal wrote together. We co-wrote the song, and um, it was it was a moment where, uh, honestly, you know, I, I came to her and the producer. Um, I came to her and I told her, you know what, you know, honestly, like this is this is what's going on right now. You know, I was I was very honest. Um, I opened my heart, you know, and I I told her, uh, right now, you know, what we are 
experiencing, and by we, I mean like my household, my family, uh, my husband, my kids, what we are going through right now, it is, um, it is, we're definitely in a, in a, in a changing season. Um, there are things that are happening around us, um, that honestly it's change is inevitable. Uh, we have to change, you know, as, as these things start happening in our lives, you know, and if we don't change, uh, we can become stagnant, you know, and, um, and just to kind of be a little bit more on the, the personal side, uh, right now, uh, my husband and I are in the middle of, uh, closing on our brand new, um, build on our house. And the process to that has been, um, you know, very exciting, but also, it requires us to step out of our norm and walk in crazy faith, yeah. really. Um, you know, it, it requires us to, to really, um, I mean, honestly, really showcase what we're made of, you know, and after all of these years being in church, it's like, all right, you've been in church all this long. Now this is, this is your moment. This is your time to, um, to show, you know, what what you believe in which is faith which is trusting in god which is understanding and knowing that his plans are better than my own so when i was telling this to crystal um the you know again the one that we co-wrote with uh we were like i was just honestly just pouring out my feelings and my emotions and i was like listen uh there's some times where i do feel in the like in the beginning of the verse of the song it does talk about anxiety. And uh, I think that many people experience different types of anxiety. And, um, you know, and I just think that when it's uncertain of what is going to happen uh, or what the next thing is in, in, in our lives, we, we tend to get anxious, <laughs> you know, um, and we tend to kind of, um, for me anyway, like I said earlier, when I was talking about I like knowing where my when, where things are. I like having order, and sometimes when I don't know what the next step is, it does give me anxiety. Um, the thing about me is that I am very well at hiding those feelings um, and not letting anybody know that that's an actual emotion that I'm allowing my, myself to feel. And why do I say that? Because I'm a worship pastor at my home church and there's, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, people, including my team in our worship team and our congregation that look up to me, you know, that, that they see who Mimi is and they see what she does. And honestly, you know, it's just what it is. Some people just honestly don't, they don't think that we have feelings or that we yeah. go through things or, or that we go through struggles, you know? And, um, you know, and it's not that I'm trying to put up a front, you know, like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm fearless and I'm just like, you know, untouchable. It's not that it's it's just that it doesn't matter what is being thrown my way, whether it be uncomfortable or not. You know, I'm I'm always going to show up ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to show up. Uh, with the right attitude, with the right mindset, with the right posture, especially if, if we're about to start, you know, worship. And, 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 and that is the thing that 
that when writing this song uh, was something that I wanted to include in that because I do feel anxiety, you know, but in the in, in, in the midst of the anxiety, you know, you are still the one that is that's controlling my deeper emotions, you know, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how I could be feeling. It doesn't matter what I could be dealing with or what I'm facing. I know I know that I know deep in my heart that your plans are better than my own. And so that's that's kind of like the 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 story, you know, um, in a few words, if you know, if those were a few words, because honestly, I feel like <laughs> I feel like, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like with me, there's no I can't just say one or two words. It's just always going to be like a deeper, uh, you know, heartfelt type of explanation, because that's what it is to me. Yeah. You know, it, it, it really is something that I connect to something that that um, if I play the song over and over again, I'm just like, wow, like these the lyrics are really like. It's something that I know for sure. It's not. It's not just gonna connect with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, like, uh, uh, and then it says, "You hold, you hold my world together." You know, uh, I can see, I can see you, and and I know that I'm gonna be, that I'm gonna be all right. So it's just these things that that I feel like we talk to God on our in our secret place that nobody really you know says out loud. But then when you hear it, it's just like, oh man, like that's like that's for sure what I've felt before. Yeah. So that, that's what this song is to me. It, it is a special song. Um, and it's something that, that I did want to do an English song because I don't, I don't know if, I don't know how long you guys have been following me or not, but, uh, previously to that, um, the majority of my music, if not all is all in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll um, definitely get there. Cause we do want to talk about, um, your album that you released in 2020, Revivid, um, you know, that was in Spanish as well. And I yeah. think that, you know, it's funny because you started talking about um, mentioning some of the lyrics in the song. And I, uh, one of the lyrics that really stood out to me and better than my own was when you said, you hold my world together, I can be still and take you by your word. Mm -hmm. And you spoke a little bit about it, um, especially now in this season that you're in. But I wanted to ask you, what does it mean for you to take God at his word? So what does it mean to take God at his word? Well, to take the, the word is very clear on instructions and following, uh, you know, word for word, what, and it, and it may seem simple, honestly, when we're reading it, some of, some of the, you know, these Bible verses, uh, uh, you read it and you're just like, you know, like, for example, uh, a verse that's, that, that talks about, you know, uh, seek me and you will find me. It's like, all right, well, I'm seeking you, but where are you? You know what I'm saying? You know, a, a lot of these, a lot of these verses, uh, they seem like they're so simple, but yet there is such a deeper connection behind it. And so whenever, uh, you said the, what was the, the, the line that you said? I said, you hold my world together. I can be still and take you by your word. Yes. So that, that specific line right there, uh, is just what I was talking about earlier. Um, I know that to me and, you know, anyway, uh, when I know that God is holding my world, uh, 
it's just one of those uh, it's 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 one of those uh feelings to me anyway that it i i don't even know how to explain it because it's it's something that i know in my heart that even though like i said earlier i feel that man i really don't know what's going to happen and and i'm a little scared and i'm a little uh 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 you know overwhelmed um or i have this anxiety feeling i do know in my heart that he does hold me together you know what i'm saying like like uh, uh i could be still um i can be still and take you by your word so like i said his word is 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 it, his word is very true and there there are things that do require us to go deeper um to understand what is the bigger purpose or the bigger uh, uh revelation that he's trying to speak to us about and so when i when we when we wrote that part uh, on this song you hold my world together and i can be still take you by your word that's what that exactly means and and to me that's what that means that that's my own i guess interpretation of that um in knowing that okay your word this is what your word says and your word is truth your word is life your word says speak you know what i'm saying speak these words and they will and they will you know bring life into you so when i sing that and when 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 i even read that out loud it's like wow like you do hold my world together everything that i have everything that that you've given me everything that you've allowed me to to accomplish till this point is because you are holding you are holding me together you know therefore because i know that you're holding me together i know that i could i could be still and i could take you by your word again because your word is truth you know what i'm saying yeah you know one of the things that you're speaking uh that you spoke about also a little bit uh before you know had to do with the the idea of you know as a worshiper or as a leader you know especially one who is mature you know there comes times we not mean not in age but you know you know what i mean <laughs> yes, you know, yes, yes, there, I know there comes moments like you said where even though you know you maybe have been having a hard day or you were having anxiety and all this stuff or whatever you know when it's time for you to go when it's time for you to minister when it's time for you to lead worship when it's time for you to uh, counsel or whatever you know because of that maturity, you're able to to turn it on. You're able to be in the moment. You're able to, you know, do what you have to do, um, you know. But we also know that we are also human. So there may come times where a situation may happen or the anxiety has just been piling on or, you know, whatever the circumstance may be or the season in which you may have found yourself in life. You know, did you ever encounter a moment where you were just didn't want to do any music anymore? Oh yes, absolutely. Um, it was actually right before my very first, the very, very, very first single that I did put out, uh, which was called Puede Soir. Um, it was before that, right before that, I, uh, my husband and I were in our first year. Well, actually, the story behind that song is also very interesting, but. Um, before that song came out, and that song came out in 2017, two years prior to that, uh, I was in a uh, a moment in my life where, uh, again, by this time, I've already known uh, that I wanted to do, I wanted to pursue music. I wanted to pursue music in a different way than what I had been doing already. You know, like leading worship at church. I wanted to do more than that. I wanted to be able to um, 
record and make music and just have people that did not know me personally just hear my heart, hear my story, hear my songs and worship uh, or just connect uh, and, and have different encounters with God personally. And however, however, that would 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 be so. Um, and again, I, I say two years from t- 2017 because I want to even say maybe even longer than that. Uh, there had been just many, many times where I just I just uh, had come to the conclusion of, you know what, I just don't think this is going to happen for me. Um, and why do I say that? Because um, making music is not is not cheap. You know, making uh, making an album or making a, sing- a single, um, wanting to do it right with the right production, with the right mix and all of that. And it, it, it does require a lot of work. Not only that, but it requires uh, it requires finances. Um, it requires you knowing, well, who do I go to? You know, like this is my first time ever doing this. Like, how do I know that I'm going to the right person? And um Think about that and adding, well, you know what, like all of this like negativity of like, well, maybe it's just not going to happen. Like maybe um, I'm just too afraid to even take that first step of like, all right, let's just do it, you know, and and, and not think about how much it's going to cost. Um, and it was like that for a very long time. And um, after so much time had passed by, you know, a new thing would come. It's like, okay, well, now this is taking all of my 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 attention and so i can't really focus on on wanting to do this music and so it was just one thing after another and so one day i was literally uh by myself um i was not at this time i was not married um i wasn't married yet i i was in my room and i uh i just started sobbing (laughs) i started crying my heart out and it was just one of those cries that brought peace to my heart because I remember telling God, and I said, listen, God, you know where I stand in my relationship with you. You know that I want to please you in all that I do. You know that I want to serve you until the day that you decide to take me. So I am content. And, and these you, you got to understand, for someone that loves music to just say you know what god like if i never do this for like as a career or like as a as a as a outside of what i'm already doing you know you know it's hard it's hard for you to admit these things um and so i told that to god i said you know what god if i never get to do the deepest desire of my heart which is to do this 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 and that and i was just being very detailed um I will be okay with just serving you where I am. And that was so humbling for me. Yeah. Um, and I was crying my heart out and I was like, man, this is just, you know, I, I have peace, you know, I have peace in my heart. And I think that in that moment, honestly, you know, if, if, if we're being honest, there was a shift mm-hmm. right after that, right after that, it's like something happened, you know, God honors honors that you know that that when you humble yourself and when you just surrender and there's key in that word surrender i surrendered i was like you know what like at the end of the day it doesn't matter if how many singles or if i put if i put out any singles or if i don't at the end of the day i want to do what you want me to do yeah 
Yeah. And so then, and and so then, and so then God reminded me and said, well, what I want you to do is what you, what you've been dreaming and desiring, because that is what I want for you. That is what I have for you. You have more than just you uh, uh, singing praise and worship songs in these four walls, you know, and, and, and it was just, you know, again, to answer that question, have you ever felt like you were just never going to do this or you were just going to like quit or whatever? That was a moment for me that I, I, I threw in the towel and I said, well, you know what? Um, I am not going to do it on my own. If this is something that you want me to do, then you're going to put the the means for it. You're going to provide, you're going to do it. And if it doesn't happen, well, it doesn't happen, but I'm, I'm still going to be faithful. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's what God looks for too, right? Like you said, that humility and also just that faith to say, man, if it doesn't happen, God, like, you know, I'll be okay, you know, and I'll still serve you, still do what I have to do. And, you know, it's funny because as you're talking, I'm, you know, again, we're, we're meeting for the first time now and talking for the first time. I'm kind of putting together a timeline in my head. And I know that in 2020, you released an album titled Revivir. Yes. Was there any connection or correlation to that album and kind of just that feeling, um, you know, and that time that you were going through where, you know, you kind of were questioning if this was even going to happen. And, you know, so can you just talk a little bit about um, that album, Revivir? Yes. So the album Revivir um, comes from, so by this time, by the time that we are uh, planning, uh, Revivi, that album, I had already released a few singles, and um, and then there was a pause. During that time, uh, we again, it was like, listen, seasons. Everybody goes through them, and there's when every every season that we encounter, there's always change. There's always something that we that we encounter and that we grow from, whether it's good or bad. And so, in that pause that I did take from the last single to Revivi. Uh, we encountered also uh, a f- a f- more than one thing in my family. Uh, you know, my husband and I were going through through uh, some some troubles, and then we had lost a baby, and there's all these things that were happening. We were struggling, you know, uh, with knowing where what our next step was going to be, and then and then we get the opportunity to say, you know what, it's time for an album, and so we wanted to talk about something that was going to signify uh, where we were at after experiencing all of these things that I just mentioned, which was blooming, which was giving birth to something new. And now this is, this is, this is spiritual too. This is, this is prophetic. It's not just, I was pregnant also by this time that I, we, we started writing this album and it was symbolic because it, I, I wasn't only just naturally pregnant, but we were about to give birth to something else also in the spiritual realm. And um, and so when we started writing songs for Revivir, they were all, if, if, you, if you listen to each song, each song literally has a different sound. They're not all the same. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, it's your worship album. No, it's not. It's it has different sound. It has different elements. It is, some of them are very organic. Um, but if you listen to the lyrics, every, every lyric to each of the, of, of, of the songs that are in this album, um, are a reflection of what 
the healing process was during uh, during this season in 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 my husband and I's lives, um, and personally as well. You know, we were going through this moment of shift of like, okay, well now we just went through hell. You know, if we if I could say it this way, mm-hmm. we just yeah. went we just went through hell, and now we're going through this process of like, okay, we're healing. And now we're about to experience a new new birth. This was the birth of my daughter, who is now two years old. Um, and we're going into a season of wow. Okay, we're birthing in the promise. Well, now we're now we're now we're walking in the promise of God that He has for you and I, my husband and I. Yeah. The promise yeah. that I've I've given you already that has delayed for some for you know that 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 may have been delayed for x or and y reason but now it's the time you know so revivir is actually a very um personal and a very deep to my heart album and i'm very proud of it because we were able to capture uh a lot of the different sounds that i that i love you know as a as an individual just someone that just loves music in general and sounds but also um we were able to experiment with different uh with different uh uh, elements in music that still allowed us to be honest with our our lyrics yeah you know and and kind of like in your face with the lyrics and and even like in the in the way that we recorded the vocals they were very intimate in some of the songs they were in your face um and it was purpose it was purposeful that way we, i wanted it that way because i wanted i wanted it to sound like okay this is it's coming from the depths of my heart you know like this is my healing mm-hmm. process and so although the album is called revivir and the story of it is like blooming um when we released it it was like it that was like therapeutic for me because it's like wow like i i'm free you know it was like i um, I feel, I really do feel that I've, that I've, uh, blossomed from this, yeah. from this whole entire process of start to end on this album. So, um, Revivit is definitely one of those albums that, um, it's forever going to be, uh, special in my heart Yeah, and it's, and it's my first album ever. Like I had never released no album of that length, you know, a, a full length album. It, it, it does have eight, um, eight songs and then there's only one cover uh which is nothing else that one is not an original but all of the other songs are originals yeah and when it comes to you know ministry and having a family i think that uh there definitely is a skill to developing a healthy balance right where it's you know not all about just one thing and then the other lacks and then it's you know you jump from that to the other thing and then this one is lacking right there's Uh, I guess that period of time where, you know, you're trying to figure things out and you're trying to create that balance, especially when new seasons happen, right? When, you know, you start a family, when you get married, when you have children, and then when you're involved in ministry, a new position at your church or job. So can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, finding that balance? Has it been easy for you? Do you find yourself like in a good place? And, you know, do you have any tips, I guess, for people who are struggling with finding that balance between, you know, family, ministry, career, and all these things? Yeah. Well, first, you know, let me just start saying that um, anybody that is 
going through uh, or is dealing with, you know, being a wife, a husband, uh, doing ministry, having kids, working a full time job, um, all while still, you know, doing music and trying to, uh, you know, do that full time and all of that. Let me just say, you know, uh, kudos to to you for not giving up, you know, uh, uh, don't give up. You know, it is not an easy, an easy job. It's not an easy thing to do. I will say that because I think uh, we have to acknowledge that, you know, it's like sometimes we can. And, and now now I'm speaking to myself. Sometimes I could be um, a, a little too hard on myself in wanting to be uh, perfect in all of these areas. And um, I, I forget that it is okay to feel overwhelmed. You know, mm-hmm. it is okay to feel like, man, I really don't have it all together, <laughs> you know? And um, I do have uh, a lot of people, many people have asked me, man, how do you do it? Like, how do you, how are you so able to get here on time to church? Like you have two kids and like you have all of, and, and I'm pregnant right now, you know, currently. Mm, congrats. Um, thank you. Uh, you know, you know, how do you do it? Like you're pregnant and like, you know, you, you guys are here like all the time and, and then you're working, uh, and all of these things. And I'm just like, honestly, when, when, when they ask me that, I, I do kind of like pause for a little bit because I'm just like, I even ask myself, man, like how, you know, <laughs> how is it that I, I, I still am able to do all of these things. And one of the things that I could say, honestly, um, if speaking honestly is it's really time management you know finding the time to do the things that you know you need to do already you know being a parent is a 24 7 job um and i say job because it's just it, it it just never stops you know it's not like you can clock out it's not like you can be you know uh or say uh okay well you know what right now i'm gonna take my lunch so i'll see you back later <laughs> bye it doesn't work that way. Um, it, it, it is a job because your kids your kids need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you I have a two year old. I have a I have a six year old, almost seven, that they require my attention. And sometimes when we come from work, we're exhausted. Yeah, we're exhausted and we feel tired. And we all we want to do is just relax. But that doesn't not happen the majority of the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like the, 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 the clock is still running. The time is still running. And so to me, um, one of the things that does help me is honestly getting into my alone, alone time with my thoughts, with God really. And, uh, what does help me to kind of, uh, relax myself and, and, and get my, my, my mind in the right headspace is really, again, this may sound silly, but um, cleaning and organizing really does put me in this really uh, relaxed state of mind. Like it really does relax me, you know, and that does help me, honestly. Like it does help me. It helps me knowing that um, I have my husband's support. Um, on, again, kudos to mothers or fathers out there that uh are single and that are doing this without a partner because it is hard you know i'm not gonna take that away it's hard it's hard work but it is not an impossible job it's not an impossible duty it's definitely doable um it's a lot of communication honestly it's a lot of a lot of communication a lot of let's work together 
let's come on let's wake up early a lot of a lot of uh discipline one of the things i will say is um we are raising our kids to understand that sundays it's god sundays is it's god's day you know and what does that mean it does if that means that we have to go to sleep earlier on saturday so that you can wake up earlier on sunday then we're gonna do that like we we want to we want to we want to instill in them and teach them the importance of of honoring God on on Sundays. You know what I mean? Yes. And and um, it, it, I mean mid midday service is as important, but on Sundays, um, it's just one of those those things that okay, you know what? We got to wake up early. We got to get ready on time. We got to do these things. And I think that's how we make it work for us. Anyway, mm-hmm. it works for us. It works for us to have a schedule. It works for us to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. It works for us to have our clothes picked out early, um, uh, that, or the night before, um, it works. Those things work for us. It may not, it may not work for everyone, but that is just how we do it. That's, that's how I am able to, you know, balance my personal life with church, with ministry, with doing, you know, my music, with being a wife, uh, with being a mom, you know, and, um, having a full-time job, I still work right now. I'm, I'm currently still working. Um, for the ones that don't know, I am a finan- financial officer. I'm a banker at a bank. Um, and that is, uh, and I'm in the middle of a transition, honestly, like I'm, I'm in the mm-hmm. middle of a transition, uh, where I'm no longer going to be in corporate America and I'm going to be, uh, working from home and being able to have a lot more flexibility in doing music. So I'm, it, it's just a, a transition of, 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 of great things that are coming, um, yeah. you know, that are coming for me and my family and before this year ends. And so, you know, to wrap that up in conclusion to that question, uh, being able to balance all of these things while still having kids, being married and doing ministry is something that is doable. I do yes. want to say that it, it is dual. It is doable. It's not an, an impossible task mm-hmm. and it's okay to feel overwhelmed. You know, it's okay to feel, to feel tired and to feel stressed and to man, if sometimes you need to go and, and scream outside, go ahead. <laughs> hey, if that's going to help you come back inside and all right, let's go. Just keep going. Listen, go, go do it. <laughs> and do it. Yeah. You know, I think the, a lot of times when questions like this are asked or even like somebody comes to you for advice, like maybe how do you do it? You know, sometimes they're wishing for like this magical answer, no, you know, that is going to like solve everything. But in reality there isn't. Um, but there are practical things that can be done. Like you said, you know, the, take your clothes out the night before, you know, communicate if you're, you know, if you're a family person, you have a husband, you have kids or whatever, make sure everyone is on the same page. Make sure everyone yeah. understands what's going to happen the next day so don't be going to sleep late if we know we got to wake up early you know so those are things that we can do you know there may not be this magic answer that we can provide to people in reference to how do you balance you know being um a person that has multiple responsibilities the reality of it is time management uh put things into practice that'll help you for your next day set yourself up for success is really you know the the answer that we can give um to other people uh but me Mimi, we've reached the end of the podcast. And before we go ahead and close out, we definitely want to give you an opportunity uh, to share your socials with everyone. So where can our listeners find you on social media? Yes, of course. Well, first off, I do want to say thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I've had a great time. 
Um, <laughs> anytime that I get to talk about, you know, you know, uh, who's Mimi and what is what is she about? You know, I always I'm always very honored and humbled to uh, share my, my background and my story. Um, and it just keeps me grounded. So thank you. Thank you so much for for inviting me and letting me be a part of today's podcast. And um, you can find me, uh, my music anyway, uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. All uh, If you go on Spotify and Apple Music, I am under Mimi, and that is all capitals, M-I-M-Y, Mimi. Um, if you go to my YouTube channel and want to check out some of the videos uh from the album Revivir and even uh, the current single, Better Than My Own, you can find me on YouTube again as Mimi, M-I-M-Y, and then music after that. Um, you can find me Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook page as well, Mimi Music. So either Mimi or Mimi Music, that's how you can find me. Twitter the same way. <laughs> awesome. So definitely listeners go out and stream her music, support, follow, um, check out her latest single better than my own, which also has a video that's very cool. So be sure to check that out and her album, her Spanish album, Revivid as well. So Mimi, thank you so much for being on with us today. And we know that, you know, our listeners are definitely blessed by our conversation. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Awesome. And be sure, like I said, to follow her, follow us at God Life Culture Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe, review, leave that rating, and definitely we will be back with a brand new episode. Yeah, so thank you, Mimi, once again for joining us. Thank you to our listeners for joining us for our latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God, God Life, Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.